Welcome back to Lift Like a Viking. I'm your host, Jay, and let's get down to it. Alrighty, so let's talk some more tips, tricks. Let's get into uh, one or two of the specific lifts. Uh, so last week, <clears throat> or last time I should say, uh, I kind of talked about really how to get started, and I just kind of want to add to that before we continue. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So, um... I think one of the things you also need to really look at uh, when you're getting started is what are you exactly training for? Now, if you are specifically training for a competition, one of the things I'm going to say is you really need to find out a few things. So if you're going to be training for a competition or, you know, some sort of an event, uh, some gyms will host like deadlift competitions, uh, strongman competitions. They will host their own powerlifting competitions. They might not be sanctioned. So... You really need to find out, you know, is it a sanctioned event? Is it a non-sanctioned event? Uh, if it's not really sanctioned or even if uh, either way, if it's sanctioned or not, you know, are they going to allow certain things? Uh, are they going to allow you to use straps, wraps, um, suits, chalk, anything like that? You really need to know that going in because it's really going to affect the way you train. Because if you're going to really be training for a specific event, you really need to find out sort of the rules of that event and then you really need to train exactly like that um for example i'm actually i have my eye on a deadlifting event coming up in possibly september and you know they're going to allow wraps they're going to allow straps uh but they are kind of limiting the way you're going to do the deadlift uh they're not allowing the sumo style of deadlift which uh is more of a you know, legs spread double, sh almost double shoulder width apart, you know, or their past shoulder width apart, and your grip is actually closer to your center of gravity. It's actually down between your legs as opposed to sort of a standard deadlift where you're standing uh, legs about shoulder width apart and your grip is actually just outside your legs there. So, look, you really need to, to know this. So, if I'm possibly going to do this event, I'm not really going to be doing a lot of sumo deadlifting. I'm probably not going to do any sumo deadlifting at all. So, you really need to know that. Alright, so, I kind of just mentioned gear there. So, a lot of people ask about that. You know, should I train with gear? Should I not train, train with gear? Now, like I said, if you're training for a specific competition that does not allow gear, don't train with gear because you're going to become dependent upon it when the time comes and you have to lift without it. It's not going to feel natural. You're not going to put up the kind of weight that you did if you were wearing gear. Now, look, if you're doing this for exercise, you're looking to get stronger, you're not going to compete, you want to use gear, I'm not going to stop you. Um, what I'm going to say is just really kind of research the gear out there. Uh, if you kind of go to a sporting goods store or a gym store or you look on Amazon and you find wraps and straps that are cheap, it's probably because they're not really made very well. Um, I use products from one specific company and this company doesn't know I'm doing this podcast. I'm not getting reimbursed uh, from them. I am not a spokesperson for them at all. Uh, Einzer, I-N-Z-E-R. Um, you know, just Google it. I think the website is Einzer. Einzer Power or EinzerPro.com. I'm not sure, but just put in Einzer, I-N-Z-E-R. Uh, they make a complete line of lifting gear, and I don't really get into a whole lot of lifting gear. Um, I only really use a couple of items, and it's really more because 
I'm going to admit it because of my age. Uh, you know, I have some achy joints. Uh, I have some old injuries. I need the support. Um, I use uh, elbow wraps, and when I'm squatting, I use knee wraps, and I use them from Einzer because they are very durable. They provide excellent support, and they're long-lasting. Uh, you know, I mean, I've been using them for years. Uh, you know, the Velcro is still holding up. Um, there's no disruption in any of the seams or the stitching whatsoever. I mean, it's really good quality stuff. I feel comfortable with it. I mean, they're made of a, of a kind of a thick, I don't know how you would call it. I don't want to say canvas material. They're made of a very thick material. So when you first get any kind of, um, wrap or, or support from them, they're going to feel kind of stiff. You have to break them in. So you just gotta, you gotta give it that. But here's the thing about it. When you order directly through their website, uh, you know, let's say you order uh, elbow wrap, elbow support, um, you know, you they on their website, they'll have guidelines for measuring to determine what size you are. Um, if you're kind of close to the border there, you know, if you're between, say, a large and an extra large, my recommendation is to go a size up. Here's the thing. When you're lifting when you initially and that's what I did I should just say with my elbow wraps I actually you know I was kind of on that border uh, I went up a size uh, when you first start out doing your first lift uh, so I use my elbow supports let's say for an overhead press they're gonna feel a little loose once you start lifting and you start to get that muscle pump you're actually gonna kind of swell into them if that makes sense your muscles are gonna swell up you know you're, you're gonna get that muscle pump and they're gonna fit nice and snug um, you know, could I have gotten uh, the size that I should have gotten? Yeah, maybe, maybe, I don't know. I just, I, I just kind of feel more comfortable that way. And plus, in my mind, I'm thinking I'm kind of on the border between, um, you know, between sizes here. I want to get some muscular development. So I, I kind of want to grow into it, you know. So that's a little bit of motivation. Uh, but here's the thing. So if you order from them, uh, it's going to take them a while to get it to you because they don't make it until you order it. Uh, they don't just have a stockpile of these sitting around. Um, they're handmade. So when you order it, it's going to be a few weeks before you get your order because it has to be made for you. So I think that's kind of cool, you know, that it's sort of it's handmade, uh, you know, good quality material. And like I said, you know, uh, my knee wraps I've had for a while, my elbow wraps I've had for about a year. I mean, they're really holding up well. I also use uh, wrist straps. Um, so, you know, the reason I do that is just because really, you know, especially for the deadlift as the weights get heavier and heavier, you know, I just, I just want to get a good grip on it. I want to get that weight up. I mean, there's a lot of debate on this. Some people say that's a great way to build grip strength. And I agree with that. You know, if you, if your grip really can't handle the weight, you know, you, you got to work on it a little bit, but you know what? <clears throat> uh, I'm not a pro. You know, I just, I want to get stronger. Uh, I want to get in better shape. You know what? I don't use them all the time. If I'm really, really, really going to go for a max, yeah, I'll use them. But it's really rare that I break those out. If anything, I'm using my, my wraps and supports. And like I said, I use the elbow supports. Uh, I got old elbow injuries. I use them for, uh, you know, bench press, overhead press. I don't really use them for rowing. Um, I do use them for deadlifting just because 
uh, as I'm getting that weight up, you know, that weight is giving traction to my arm and my elbow, and I, I do get some discomfort, so I just kind of like to have that support there. I mean, it's not really helping me on the lift. It's just really supporting my elbow so I don't get any kind of twinges of pain or anything like that. Um, you know, I had seen on... Um, I think it was through... I think somebody actually through my own personal Instagram page. I don't know how they found me because I didn't give it out, but whatever. They had asked me about like diet and nutrition, and I'm going to be honest, I'm not an expert on that at all. Uh, I struggle with diet and nutrition myself. I just My philosophy is, is I try really hard to eat healthy. Um, that's something you guys are going to have to look at on your own. So I just, you know, whoever it was that had asked me that question, wish I can give you a better answer. Okay, so... Let's let's look at, you know, some of the basic lifts that you're going to be doing if you're going to be training for strength or if you're going to be training for a strength or, or powerlifting event. Uh, let's start with the king of them, in my opinion. That's the deadlift. Um, seems easy to do, but it's, it's a little difficult to master. So first things first, you either want to find somebody, you know, that's experienced with doing this lift and have them try to show it to you. Uh, look at a lot of videos online. Don't just look at one video. Look at quite a few. Because what you'll notice is is when these guys are kind of giving you tips about doing it and talking about form, kind of look to see like consistent things that they're saying about positions and whatnot like that. Um, you know, look, just a few basics. There's, there's a couple of, of ways to do the deadlift. You know, the standard way, like I said, Feet shoulder width apart, your grip is just outside of your legs. There's the sumo style where you're going to be spreading your legs out. Um, the sumo style is really good if you don't have a lot of flexibility because when you kind of spread your legs out and your grip is actually coming in just inside of your legs, it's actually a lot easier to get down to the bar. So if you don't have really good mobility in your hips and back, this is a great lift to do. You're not going to put up as much weight as, as your standard uh, deadlift, but you're going to be pretty close to it. Um, there is the trap bar deadlift. Now, the trap bar is something I've seen, you know, pretty recently. And by recently, I mean within the last five years. Um, you actually, it is, it, it, it is a bar that is designed that you step sort of in the middle of it, I guess is the best way. It has handles on the side. What's great about this is it really keeps your back in a nice neutral position. You actually get a lot of good core work on it uh, as you're lifting the weight because you don't want to sway back and forth, um, you know, like... Uh, like a church bell or something, I guess, you know, or you don't want the weight swaying back and forth like a church bell. So you got to work on your, your, your core stability a bit. Uh, again, are you going to put up as much weight as you do in a regular deadlift? No, but you're actually going to come pretty close to it. So, you know, those are some alternate things to look at alternate lifts to do again. You know, if you're training for a competition, stick with the lift that they're doing in competition. Uh, you're just training for power and strength knock yourself out, whichever one you want to do. Uh, if I had to say, if you're just going to be training, you know, just, you know, you're, you're looking to exercise, you're not looking to compete. I'd probably go with the trap bar deadlift. If you could find it, uh, they're not in every gym. Um, if you're going to buy one for yourself, they are expensive, but it's probably the safest way to do a deadlift. And it's probably, if your form really isn't that great, this bar is very, very forgiving. You know, you don't have to have great form, perfect form with it. It's actually probably the safest way to do a deadlift. Um, and like I said, you also get some great core work in. 
otherwise, you know, either sumo or standard style, uh, the grip. There's sort of what they call a mixed grip with one hand is overhand, in other words, the palm is facing you, and the other hand is underhand, the palm is facing away from you. Um, or standard grip, which is basically you reach down, palms are both palms are facing towards you, you're gripping the weight and picking it back up. Again, a lot of people will say, you know, you shouldn't use the mixed grip, you should just be using a standard grip. Again, if you're training for a competition, take a look. What are they doing? Standard grip, mixed grip, they don't care about the grip, whatever. Um, if they don't care about the grip, use one that's comfortable for you. I've done mixed grip for years, you know, I stick with it, I never change my hand position, you know, my left hand is is sort of like the overhand, my right hand is the underhand, I'm just comfortable doing it, I'm a creature of habit, I tried, you know, doing just a standard overhand grip, and I can do it, I just feel awkward doing it, and at this point, you know, Unless I was going to enter a competition that really specifically required a standard grip. I'm just going to stick with what I got because it's what I'm comfortable with and, and I lift pretty well with it. Um, really, with any lift, you really need to watch your form. So just, just make sure you're really, you know, keying in on your form. Uh, you know, abs tight, um, pushing up through the legs, pushing up through the hips. Here's a mistake that a lot of people make. Your arms. A lot of people feel I got to really crank on my arms. Your arms are actually, you know, it's your hands are holding on to the weight. Your arms are really just there to support it. Uh, if anything, you're kind of keeping your arms relaxed throughout it. You're not really trying to pull up with your arms. If you're starting this lift and you feel a lot of tension in your arms, you're doing it wrong. Stop and start over. You should be feeling all the tension in your hips, your low back, your legs. Um, you know, your arms, your upper body is really kind of stabilizing the bar. So like I said, if you feel like you're really pulling that bar up towards you with your arms, you're, you are not doing it correctly. You know, this is, you know, it is a total body exercise, but again, you are not initiating this lift with your arms. If anything, you are keeping your arms, I don't want to say relaxed, relaxed, but you know, you're, you're not putting a lot of tension through them when you're doing this lift, you know, from the beginning to the end. It's, this is, this is purely, you know, this is mainly a lower body exercise. Um... You know, if you can, film yourself, you know, take a look at it, see, see what, it, how does your form look, how does your back look, again, seek out advice, if you're at a gym where people are powerlifting, watch what they do, ask them questions, you know, have them watch you, you know, and, and see, you know, how your form is, you know, and just any advice and tips they give you, absolutely take it, because, you know, these guys know what they're doing, watch plenty of videos uh, on YouTube. I mean, that's my go-to thing is, you know, I don't really have a lot of people around me that power lift that I can go to and ask for advice or have them check out my form. So I just, I go to YouTube. I watch a lot of videos and, you know, I do it every so often just to sort of double check and make sure I'm doing things right and, and picking up you know, great tips and tricks about making sure my form is really clean and my form is really good. Uh, listen, like I said, if you're doing this lift and you're feeling a lot of tension in your arms or you're feeling a lot of pressure on your low back, chances are you're not doing the lift correctly. Stop, reset. If you're not sure, watch a couple of videos, ask someone to watch you, ask somebody for some advice on how to correct your form and kind of go from there. Alrighty, so I'm going to kind of wrap things up here uh, on Lift Like a Viking. 
So this is Jay, signing off.